welcome to the third part of our double dragon feature. Yes, three and a double. Today triple double. Triple double? Is that how that works? Yeah. Triple double. Isn't that six? Isn't that sports? I don't know. Do we look like sports people? No. No. Decidedly no. not. <laughs> well, you're ruining the mystique <laughs> that the lack of a face on a podcast gives us. We've got rock and physiques. What are you talking about? Exactly. All right, well. We are the model for Goku and Vegeta. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Which you'll all be able to see at KomoriCon. Exactly. Yes. We won't say what's your KomoriCon. It gives you a year to train. <laughs> <laughs> We're joined today by our Dragon Ball expert. It's me, Stacy. Yay. Make sure to follow her at... Sailor Spaz. And join her other 1,700... Uh, Discord. All about Dragon Ball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm just Sailor Spaz anywhere on the internet, so I don't know, Twitter, Discord, whatever. If you're looking for me, that's where you'll find me. That's Josh, this is Jason, and we also have an Annie bro with us. Uh, I'm here. I got um, like a relapse of something, some kind by not being able to record a podcast in several decades. So here we are. Is that what the problem was? Yes. Well, the problem is he's a lone bro now. I'm alone in the world. Hashtag find Jack. Hashtag Jack is missing. (laughs) Uh, You had uh, applicants. Kenny really wants to join you. Uh, Yeah, but then he, you know, went off to the south. (laughs) (laughs) Like St. Louis. (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) Tennessee. Tennessee, St. Louis, whatever. It's all flyover states. Well, the main thing that we're talking about here today is Dragon Ball. That's what's, uh, for most people who got into anime in the 90s, they think of Dragon Ball. Yeah. So we've already watched two live-action adaptations of this. We watched the terrible, terrible... (laughs) The illustrious, great movie... Hollywood made! DBE. Dragon Ball Evolution, if you guys have not bothered with listen to the first episode of our Triple Double Dragon feature. Yes, then we watched the Taiwanese? Correct. Uh, Early 90s illegal Taiwanese knockoff. But updated with mid-90s effects. <laughs> For worse, I recall. Uh, yes, that's correct. We, yes. we, we did determine it was worse to do the update. Yeah. They just left the original puppet. Uh-huh. Uh, and that was uh, The Magic Begins, right? Correct. And so now we have uh, watched the third. This is like Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. And that it gets worse as you go along. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> yes. So we watched what's it called Dragon Ball. Saswara Son Goku. Igeora Son Goku. Now, I've butchered that Korean, but it uh, translates to Dragon Ball. Fight Son Goku. Win Son Goku. It's another unofficial, unlicensed, early 90s adaptation of Dragon Ball. Unlike the other ones, it actually follows the original two volumes pretty well. Yeah. And then at the end, it just throws caution to the wind. Yeah. I, I think the magic begins kind of follows it a little bit, but I mean, it at least had most of the characters characters from the first two chapters. Uh, although that one was also following um, or more along the lines of the Blood Rubies movie. Is that what it was? Uh, correct. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I actually pulled out copy of the manga while we were watching the movie because, oh, by the way, we found it in Korean, but we couldn't find a subtitled version. So it's like, eh, well, it's the story of Dragon Ball. So Stacy's <laughs> watched it and read it a thousand times. So she can, uh, she just translated even though she doesn't know Korean. Well, apparently there is no <laughs> No subtitled version. It doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, we couldn't find any anywhere. Uh, we, we searched the internet, and according to IMBD and uh, Wikipedia, there is no... Actual, not even a sub, or a uh, fan dub 
type thing? Nope, like nobody's bothered to do it. Oh, we should fan dub it. Oh, <laughs> we should 100% fan dub. There's it. no way you could survive another viewing. <laughs> it, it's way more fun if I can just say whatever I want. <laughs> we were saying whatever. Yeah, we kind of but, were but have it uh, saved it. for posterity on an official audio track. <laughs> <laughs> now, this movie is so rare. I mean, you can find it on YouTube, but back in 2013, a VHS copy, original copy, sold for 215 US dollars. And that's a uh, triple dubbed over uh, copy. Uh, yeah, the version we were watching was so pixelated we couldn't read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when they had like English on the screen. The Turtle House, that showed up perfectly. Yeah, I thought it was, uh, I thought it said Turty House for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you thought there was a Y in it. I thought there was a Y. I said like Turtle House. <laughs> <laughs> but then it like unpixelized and I can read it clearly. Like, oh, I guess that was it's just weird. So it pretty closely follows the first two uh, volumes. So we're not going to kind of rehash that story again. Again, but we're going to kind of talk about the different characters and how they've taken the approach differently than the American and Taiwanese versions. Well, they needed to add their own flair to it. So it wasn't a complete ripoff, just almost a complete ripoff. It was pretty close to its own ripoff. I think Goku, of course, is the first character you see. Yep. Um, it's really like a panel by panel recreation with him walking you know, on top of the log as he's rolling down the hill to go cut it up. Yep. I mean, he doesn't strip down to do, you know, the fishing and stuff like that. But he's got the spiky hair, probably yeah. the closest to the hairstyle that you're going to find in a live action. There was one scene yeah. where his hair got wet and it clearly uh, oh, yeah, went down, yeah. whereas oh. his original hair never does that. <laughs> All the glue that they used to keep his hair up uh, was washed away. And I didn't really find uh, this Goku here to be, like, overly annoying, even being played by a kid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it might help that... We couldn't understand what he was saying. Well, about like tone and it's like acting. I mean, yeah. there, there's a kind of overacting, but this is Dragon Ball. And yeah. also Asian live action movies. So, right. Kind of expect a level of overacting and an excessive flipping. I never yeah. saw any of that. <laughs> it was all appropriate levels of flipping. I, he doesn't see race, is what he's saying. Yeah, because it's still a martial arts style movie. So, you got to have that kind of flipping stuff in it. And not super Sentai level, but Sentai level, right, Laven? Yeah. <laughs> Saying standard Sentai. Yeah. <laughs> Is there such a thing? It's not very super. It's like the opposite of super. Well, the second character we see, of course, we're following the storyline is Bulma. Mm. I think this is the weakest of the characters they show because it's just some Korean girl. Mm. You know, there's no blue hair. Or blue streak. Oh, yeah. Like, Evolution at least gave us a blue streak in her hair. I mean, they did keep her penchant for changing outfits a lot, though only one of them was really accurate to anything she wore originally, which was the genie-type outfit near the end, but mostly she just kind of changed into random 80s-slash-90s looking outfits. Yeah. Yeah, no bunny outfits. Yeah. Yeah, so automatic five-point deduction from, from me. Because <laughs> okay, in A Magic Begin, she changed her clothes uh, quite a few times as well. Yeah, but not uh, the frequency and, like, the scene cuts Yeah, that we had here. Yeah. It's like, it could be because we don't know Korean, but it seemed like a lot throughout the movie, there was a lot of scenes where it just kind of very quickly became another scene, and we were confused. Like, wait, they were just there, and now they're suddenly over there. Like, I don't think they invented transitions in Korea until 1992, <laughs> and this was filmed in 90. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably it. What's the uh, video editing program? Uh, Adobe uh, Image something? Final Cut. Yeah, Final Cut. Couldn't couldn't get that in. They definitely wouldn't have used that in the 90s. Yeah. It would have been just like tape, like straight up tape editing, like, <laughs> like cassette tape. Yeah. You know exactly. those big 
machines, you have to like upload all the f- the footage and these like weird th- things and splice it all together. It's like a yeah. We're actually also pretty sure that they shot this thing in like continuity, mm. like one scene after another. A lot of it seemed that way. I'm like, <laughs> these edits suck. It sounds like someone just like had good enough timing to be like, stop the camera, change position, start the camera, stop the camera, change position. Like these cuts are seem pretty linear and like bad. <laughs> well, we know they had multiple cameras because they would do the classic thing where you show the same thing multiple times from like three different angles if there's like a big action shot. Though there was one time where they just showed the same shot three times in a row that was less effective. Well, that uh, that happens in anime all the time. What are you talking about? Just reuse. Yeah, they just reuse the same thing over yeah. and over. It's kind of hard to get a kid to flip over and like roundhouse kick a guy. So you, you just get the one shot and you just do it three times to show him that he keeps doing it. They also had great angles of uh, Yamcha's vehicle when they were uh, showing the engine. Yeah, while driving down the road at like 60 miles per hour. 60? <laughs> we're fairly sure that a guy was just hanging on the hood as that whole sequence was being filmed. <laughs> getting not even that impressive of shots. Like a yeah, really cool. badly staged picture of the engine bay. Yeah. Like the wheel. <laughs> it's like, is his are worth risking his life for these? Like, like not very good shots. He's getting paid. To, uh, let's see, nineties, uh, two bucks an hour. Two, two, oh, two thousand wong. It was Korea. Yeah. This yeah. is a Korean like uh, fan film, like uh, unlicensed. He's probably getting paid nothing. Might have been after work every day. These guys went out and filmed. <laughs> I'm sure it was over like a weekend. One weekend, you think? Yeah, just one weekend. Yeah. There's not a lot of changes in the lighting, and I don't think they had any lights with them. <laughs> you think they got daytime footage? You think they were able to acquire two cars and a motorcycle? Um, in, in a, well, in a I'm pretty sure that Bulma's yeah. first car was just repurposed to become Yamcha's car later. Like, they just ripped off all the sides. Yeah. And now it's his car. Because it looked similar to that. And Bulma kind of left her car just randomly in the forest at the beginning with a machine gun in it and never went back to get it, from what we could tell. So really, it actually probably was was even in continuity uh, the the same car it was just Yamcha happened upon it and uh, acquired it for himself we're creating lore for this movie yeah <laughs> that makes the most sense <laughs> he found the car and was like pimp it out and that's I, why they had to show many... the sweet engine shots yeah. to show what he did to the car yeah which he just ripped everything off yeah. of it yeah, yeah. he had, a, he had like a hacksaw and that was his cool technique well, well we're getting a little ahead of ourselves but Yamcha is really still the coolest character in Dragon Ball yep and he takes his car and he is able to make it fly that's yes. true yeah and like come when whistled well, speaking yeah. of getting yeah. ahead of ourselves <laughs> that doesn't happen to the very end Wait. yeah yeah after Bulma's car there's also Bulma's badass motorcycle that just had like a hundred headlights on it they just took it from the set of a Mad Max movie or something and then just took off all of the like skulls and stuff <laughs> yeah it's like they just like welded some superfluous piping onto a regular motorcycle and we're like <laughs> here we go it's yeah. a future motorcycle here. Yeah. <laughs> no? Well, I mean, honestly, Goku and Bulma are the uh, two least interesting characters <laughs> in here. I mean, moving on uh, in a linear fashion, you know. The <laughs> like next, the movie. Like, like the, the filming. Like the filming, <laughs> yes. Uh, you have Oolong. Uh, yeah. So they, they show a quick cut to uh, the main bad guy, which we'll get into a little later. Then, yeah, we uh, run into Oolong, who is still terrorizing a city or a small town. Well, because it is literally just stealing scene from scene. You 
can yeah. you can see the panels they took yeah. in yes. a storyboard, and they just did that. Yeah. I mean, they definitely made changes, like like scenes where Goku encounters like a bear warrior. They changed that to just a dude. There's because there's a lot in Dragon Ball world. There's a lot of animal characters and dinosaurs and stuff. So a lot of those were just kind of altered into being just bad looking dudes. Hmm. And then the sequence where they fought against Oolong for the first time in the manga, he transformed into like five different things, but they kind of cut that back to just a couple of transformations in this movie. But badass transformations. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he turns into a fucking, like, Voltron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 GoBots are featured yeah. throughout this film. Yeah, <laughs> GoBots. Like, since, since we're going for uh, Korean knockoffs, GoBots, the uh, Korean knockoff of uh, Transformers. Yeah, they're like, they totally just show up. And they become enemies. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there were various costumes that were reused from other stuff that they just found lying around because <laughs> those robots definitely didn't seem in the style. They were normal Sentai villains. Yes. <laughs> Which is not really the Dragon Ball world. I don't think the well, Dragon Ball world is meant to be portrayed in real life. <laughs> uh, definitely not. Definitely not. It's, it's too uh, fantastical. But, but the, I mean, the best thing, visually speaking, I think Oolong was the most hideous. <laughs> <laughs> Unique. Yeah. Uh, they they gave him the uh, perfect paper mache mask that looks like Oolong. He did look like Oolong. The mask looked just like Oolong. <laughs> That's tr- that is true. Although Puar is a close, uh, real close second. Yeah. Puar was just like a stuffed animal, but, well, I guess also a puppet, but looked more like a stuffed animal. Well, they clearly bought him at a store. Yes. And, and he's clearly the actual Puar, uh, Official never. merchandise. Yeah. yeah, the official plushie. Though at one point he was smoking a cigarette for like five seconds and I was very confused. Yeah, I don't know why not, because Puar's a badass and smoking in the 90s makes you a badass. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like, nobody else in the movie was smoking. They're not all well, as badasses. Because they're not badasses. <laughs> they also weren't of legal age. Yeah. Well, I guess the only other smoke was all the dry ice that was used oh, in yeah. the sequ- effect sequences for so many different things. And the main villain had two cigarettes. Like, second oh, was right. nose for some reason. <laughs> yeah. But, like, at one, one scene. He was celebrating. <sighs> yeah. That's you, know, you got to smoke and you got to drink and you got to celebrate. You got some balls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that wasn't that after he was, he was defeated. After they made the, the false wish? Well, you gotta smoke after you get all those panties. <laughs> okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess that's one thing. Hulong's wish was multiplied. Yeah. yeah we're doing this in linear. We're not doing a linear. We're just talking <laughs> characters. It is literally the two, first two volumes. Read those. That's yeah. the storyline. Yeah. The main or, thing is this how, how weird Oolong's giant head is on a normal person's body. Uh, yeah. And I'm pretty sure he had two different actors. It seemed like... There was parts where during the martial arts it was one guy, and then the scene where he was like about to shit himself was a different guy. <laughs> yeah, one guy was like a normal actor, the other guy was Jet Li. <laughs> yeah. In yeah. a well, long mask. Yeah, With nunchucks. Yeah, it wasn't even just different actors. I think he, he just had two different personalities in this. He, he had the uh, normal cowardly Oolong one, and then he had the uh, martial arts uh, I know how to use nunchucks one. Well, kind of, but I think the oversized mask that they were using <laughs> prohibited the guy. It was probably a pretty good martial artist yeah from being able to see what he was doing well especially with uh, his flexibility and how he was able to do the, all the kicks and stuff that he did well yeah but there's that one part where he's using the nunchucks and he just kind of drops them yeah and then they just let the scene roll and he just kind of picks them up but he can't look down because the mask would probably fall off <laughs> right yeah it doesn't seem to be attached at all like when they show shots of the back of his head you can see where the gap where the mask goes on is so it doesn't look like it's like attached to his clothes or anything it was the creepiest character <laughs> 
Uh, lungs supposed to be creepy, right? No, we've already kind of jumped to a poor, which was literally just a stuffed animal that somebody <laughs> was kind of moving his mouth around. Yeah. Which was just amazing, actually. That was the most realistic looking character. Yeah. I, the, <laughs> the best bit of wire foo is when you see the stuffed animal looking out of the cave uh. and then <laughs> the wires lift the spyglass to oh, its yeah, face. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the, the spyglass is clearly floating. <laughs> they, uh, they consulted Jim Henson on that one scene. <laughs> oh, that's how you do it. Uh, of course, which leads to Yamcha and his wolfing fist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So, well, at this point, I was looking at the accompanying scenes in the manga. It's like, okay, here's where he does the wolfing fist. And in the manga, it's like he does it and then he kicks Goku in the face. In this movie, he did wolfing fist and then he kind of ran forward with his arms kind of waving in front of him. It's like a T Rex. Yeah, yeah. the little T Rex arms waving in front of him and then he, like, Trips. Yeah, Goku trips him. Like, what? He falls on his face. He gets back up, says, uh, let me try that again. Uh, and then this time he actually kicks him in the face. Yeah. Which I think is keeping with the original source material. Toriyama tends to have a little farcical yeah. fun, yeah. especially this early on. Yeah. True. <laughs> and he has a flying car. I mean, Yamcha has yeah, a Yeah, well, it didn't fly at yeah. first, but then later it started flying for unknown reasons. Possibly because they didn't have the budget to make it fly the whole time, so they just said, <laughs> fuck it, let's just have it, became it fly for a little bit. Actually, yeah. I, I kind of have a theory that they were conservative with their budget. Initially, and then when they got to the end, they're like, "Oh shit, we still got a whole bunch of money. We got like forty thousand wong left. Yeah, let's just like let's get the <laughs> car to fly. Let's get his uh, sword to shoot lasers. Yeah. Let's like animal we'll shoot this awesome final scene. Yeah, where we can't recreate what happened in the manga, but we're just gonna go for an awesome scene. Guys, right. we have thirty five dollars left. Let's just make the final wish multiple panties, <laughs> yes. and just use the rest of the money on panties. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, some of the effects, like, they used a lot of fireworks when they were doing, like, the capsule effects. When uh, Bulma created a house that had an ever-burning fire pit outside. <laughs> it wasn't ever-burning, it was clearly out in the morning when oh. the turtle showed up. Yeah. Oh, okay. It yes. begins burning when you when you open the capsule. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the fire, yeah, the fireworks are what started it. I guess so, yeah. It the fireworks started a fire, and then they just didn't put it out. Yeah, they were never outside to enjoy it at all. They never <laughs> yeah. put anything back into the capsule. Either, yeah, they so. were too busy being inside the house watching episodes of Dragon Ball. Yes. <laughs> Uh, which uh, you do see Goku in, uh, I, was it the tournament arc that uh, they actually showed the scene of? It looked like it was It was early on. Like, he was watching, like, somewhere in the same arc that he's a part of. Yeah, like, he was, like, he was, like the first episode. <laughs> yeah, he was, like, yeah. watching the first episode after he just got done recreating the first episode. <laughs> I want to know what he says in Korean. Yeah. He, he looks at the screen and is, like, super surprised and says a bunch of stuff. We yeah. just assume he's probably saying, whoa, that guy oh, looks look, just like me. me. Whoa, that's cool. Whoa. And Bulb's like, ugh. <laughs> you fucking kid. <laughs> kid, but don't you know about like, Dragon Ball? I'm going to try to seduce you anyway, but you're yeah. just a fucking dumb kid. <laughs> and then you have the, oh, you smell, and uh, the bath scene. and Yeah, bath scene where, like, Goku was holding a towel in front of him, but they still had this little, like, sensor cloud floating around. But then once he put the towel on, like, a loincloth, they didn't need the little sensor cloud anymore. Yeah. Well, of course, this scene leads to where we're introduced by... By a very pivotal character, the turtle. <laughs> yes. Yes. So a guy crawls up to the campsite in a rubber turtle suit and uh -huh. needs help getting back to the ocean. <laughs> yeah. 
Which, uh, again, roughly happens in the uh, manga. I think they just stumble across him in the road, don't they? No, I, as I was looking along, he kind of, he came close to where they were. Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay. And that that's where Goku was uh, hitting rocks, and then he tried to pick up another rock to hit it, and then he found out it was that a turtle. Was the turtle? Yeah. Which actually do that sequence in, in this uh, yeah. uh, movie here. Yeah. yeah. Now, Stacey's underselling the quality of this turtle <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. rubber. Uh, I, I mean, I hadn't gotten to that yet. Half their budget. <laughs> half. Which is the creation of this turtle. Yeah, I mean, as it it looked almost like the turtle in the manga, just like Oolong's face looks just like Oolong. Well, the turtle had more movement in its face than the Oolong mask. Like, the eyes would actually open up and the mouth moved more and stuff, while the Oolong, it's like, it was frozen in one expression, basically, and you could kind of see the actor's real mouth behind the cutout mouth. I think the turtle um, was probably very expensive to make, Mm -hmm. as evidenced by that they put it in the movie way more often than the turtle needs to even (laughs) exist in the story. this. Look what we made, guys. We gotta make it worth it. <laughs> yeah, and you know, honestly, I I respect that decision. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. turtle's fine. There's, there's, I have no problem with the turtle character. No, I, I do have a bit of a problem with the turtle hermit. Yeah. yeah. Roshi wasn't uh, the best in this one, unlike some of the other characters. Yeah, the Taiwanese movie, I think, nailed him a little bit better. Yes. Yeah, yeah he had that sweet theme song. We could edit that in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we can be reminded of its glory. Yeah, so his... Like, all you need to do is, like, put a bald cap on a guy and, like, blend it to look like his skin tone. But instead they had, like, this half bald cap, half, like, stringy braided gray hair coming off the side. Or they didn't blend the bald cap to look like his skin. So you can clearly see the break there. Which is another point in a tally mark for Josh's theory that they did this in one weekend. Yes. Like, we don't have a makeup staff. Just go. Get out there. (laughs) Well, I think I would have been better with it if there was just an old guy. I kind of have an issue with the bald cap and, like, the stringy beaded hair. Mm -hmm. If they're just like, this is an old guy, and we at least got him a Hawaiian shirt. Right. But they didn't get him a Hawaiian shirt, really. Yeah. Well, they had him wearing a different turtle hermit outfit. Yeah, it was like a more traditional style garb. Yeah. 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 Well, like the yellow top and blue pants that he wears later on. Yeah. But I guess they couldn't afford a Hawaiian shirt for him to wear for his first appearance. Or the uh, one with all the alphabet on it. Yeah, they can't afford all those letters. Those cost money. Well, it's fine. Just just get a Hawaiian shirt. I mean, it's not that (laughs) difficult, guys. But again... There's a war on. Yeah, which explains why the turtle house... They don't use the word comma house. It clearly says turtle house on it. Yep. Is just a plywood painted cutout <laughs> stuck onto the side of a cliff. Yeah. And was in no way an actual house. Yeah. And not only that, they made no qualms about it. They showed it from various angles to, so you could clearly see it's a two dimensional uh, cutout instead of uh, just showing it straight on so that you wouldn't sort of be able to tell. Yeah. There was one angle where you couldn't tell, but like every other angle, it's like, wait, that's. Like, it's against the side of the cliff. You can clearly tell this is just a cutout that they put over there. You might as well have been able to see the shadow and, like, the sandbags <laughs> holding it up. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was so bad. <laughs> so the turtle hermit, I think, is, I think, the worst portrayed character. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, and at Chi-Chi, though... Now, when she shows up, is less sexualized, uh-huh. which is yeah. good because she's like eight, yeah. uh, but still has the giant helmet and yeah. uh, does all that stuff. Yeah, the boomerang blade uh, helmet that uh, she used to kill off a uh, T-Rex. 
A T-Rex. T-Rex originally some dude in this. He had T-Rex arms. That was Yamcha doing the oh, little thing fist. <laughs> Although she does get knocked out mysteriously because they don't show it on uh, screen, but in the manga it does, uh, or Yamcha is the one that knocks her out. Yeah. We could have missed things also that said, without, with our lack of understanding of what's going on and asking questions to each other over it, we may have missed some of the things that were actually shown, but... Not important. Yeah. Not, not, important. <laughs> not important. Yeah, yeah. What's more important is for them to learn how to transition better. Yes. Which they never learned how to do. Need more star wipes. Personally, I think that overall, the characters are a lot more like Dragon Ball characters than what we've seen mm-hmm. in the other movies. Yes. Yes, I agree. <laughs> yeah, other than Master Roshi. Yeah, because even in Magic Again's, Goku's a little bit or is different overall, where in this one, it's more like original Goku. Correct. And, you know, the best thing about this one, you know, again, remember that this is the first two volumes of Dragon Ball. Yep. I really liked how they showed the Saiyan and, yes. and full-on Saiyan armor that showed up. Yeah. You know, it's great to see that original uh, Toriyama note. Yeah. No, that's wrong. <laughs> was, uh, according to IMDB, that was Nappa. Nappa yeah. with a full head of hair. So yeah. I think it might actually and a be Raditz. Mustache. Maybe, yeah, well, maybe it's a combination of, of Nappa and Raditz. Like, they fused, but yeah. that, that wasn't a thing yet in 1990, but uh-huh. they were ahead oh, this of This is the times. Dragon World? Our year, concept of years doesn't make any difference. So what's the uh, Raditz Nappa fusion name? Uh, Rappa. I guess Rappa. Rappa? Rappa. It would be Rappa. Rappa. Oh, Rappa the Rappa? Yeah. Okay. He's, yeah. That'd be, that'd make it even more 90s here if you just like busted out some sweet rap. <laughs> but I guess they didn't think of that. They were just thinking because Dragon Ball Z started airing in 1989. So they're probably like, oh shit, this is the cool new thing. We should put a wink and a nod to something modern in this movie, yeah. even though so, we're adapting the first part of the series. So they gave him uh, some random character, uh, uh, paper Saiyan armor that uh, from the dollar store. Um, it's Korea. It'd be the thousand won store. Oh, is that what that would be? <laughs> yes. I think they only paid fifty won for it. They only uh, paid fifty won to budget this film. <laughs> <laughs> now, of course, if you're going to have a Saiyan warrior defend a person, you know, be a mere bodyguard. Yeah, obviously, yeah. this would be one of the most powerful villains for the uh, Dragon Ball gang to ever fight. Oh God, yes. Yeah. How the what? Pilaf. Pilaf. Emperor Pilaf. What does what does Frieza have for a title? Nothing. That means he's a he's piece the, of shit. He's the, he goes. He also calls himself Emperor, I the Emperor of Evil. Okay. Oh, okay, that's not a place. He doesn't really own anything. Yeah. And either way, that that still works for me because it's it, it, he owns a bunch of planets. Frieza didn't have a castle. He yeah. could have had a castle on any of those planets that he owned, but he didn't think that far ahead because he sucks. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Emperor of Evil Frieza <laughs> is uh, yeah. Emperor Evil. P, uh, there's too many emperors here. Yeah. What we can agree on is all these emperors are exactly the same power level. Yes. <laughs> Wait, so Pilaf's power level is 530,000? <laughs> is that what Frieza's? I'm pretty sure he said that in the movie, right? <laughs> oh, come on. That's a common line. It's a well-known line from Frieza that's on a lot of merchandise. Is it? <laughs> I yes. Think so. I, I think we have the research. Says, I, don't uh-huh. believe, I don't believe I have ever known that fact, and I know a lot of random fucking uh-huh. facts. Uh-huh. I, I thought it was over yeah. a million. When he first shows up, that's what he says t- when he's threatened. Threatening everyone, like, oh, my mind's 530,000. Oh, and yes, said, later, when it's uh, first, first form. First form, Frieza. Yes. Oh, okay. That line became the meme, and that's the one that shows up on the merchandise. Let's golden yeah. Frieza's uh, power level. I don't want to fucking even... <laughs> no. No power scaling. No. Nope. 
Well, I mean, obviously it doesn't scale well because Pilaf is... Still above him. Yeah. I mean, even Pilaf's been uh, in more uh, scenes of Dragon Ball than uh, Frieza has. Well, after Dragon Ball Super, I'm... Pilaf's in Super? Yeah, he was in the first part, but Frieza was in the last part of the, the Tournament of Power, which was, like, super long. But he wasn't in every episode because a lot of time he was hiding around places. Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> Somebody do the math of screen time. <laughs> but he was all throughout uh, the original run of Dragon Ball. True. But those five Multiple mi- arcs what? versus... Uh, those five minutes on Namek took a hell of a long time. <laughs> it sure did. So, uh, with that little banter between uh, Jason and Stacey, I was able to look up Golden Frieza's power level, oh uh, which is 100 some... quintillion. <laughs> this is unchecked. This but, is just some uh, douche on the internet. But I'm going to take this number as a fact, and this is what Emperor Pilaf's <laughs> Okay. Well, no, what, what is that number exactly? Uh, 100 quintillion. Okay, so MRP off is 100 quintillion and one. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Ah. Exactly. Okay, okay. Because he single handedly like beats everyone up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, so we talked about how it was mostly accurate. Well, aside from random things like my having shape-shifting abilities and turning into a centipede and attacking them at some point in the movie. For she shape-shifts twice. Also into yeah. a uh, stormtrooper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that one she just removed her... Uh, yeah. She actually just <laughs> removed her clothes. <laughs> yeah, because apparently they didn't want to use shoe like, at all, so they just had my do everything. Yeah. They had no smoke yeah. and light. Like, Shu laughed at one point. Yeah. Well, he fought so long. Yeah. yeah no, he fought, but he had no smoke and lines in the whole film. <laughs> yeah. so, he just stood there. He's just a dog. Yeah, so I guess at the end of the movie, they didn't want to do the part where Goku and the others escape by him turning into the great ape and then, like, busting out of the castle. Which, by the way, <laughs> it seemed like they were just, like, filming at a theme park or something, because I'm pretty sure I saw, like, the Epcot Center in the background of yeah. uh, some of the shots. It was. For sure it's a Lote world located outside Seoul. Yeah, yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> well, and uh, so with this one, uh, Goku breaks out with the Kamehameha, which I think that happened in a different Dragon Ball movie. I can't remember which one, though. It could have been one of the ones where they retold this. Yes, yeah. But, yeah, instead of doing that, busting out because he saw the moon and all that, it's like, no, let's just have this whole fight sequence between Goku and the others versus Pilaf and his henchmen. Yeah. Now, we don't want to oversell this. This is actually a very boring fight (laughs) for the first 80% of it. Yeah. Long but boring. Yes. Well, I think it started out with a lot of explosions and murders. And flying cars. Yeah. Yes. So Mai was fighting Goku, and then she became a stormtrooper, and then she immediately got blown the fuck up after that. Yeah. (laughs) And then Shu went to fight, and he also got blown the fuck up. (laughs) There's a heavy death toll at (laughs) this point in time. They also had another Gobot appear, and that one finally got blown up as well. Yeah, this is after Nappa also died. Yes. Uh, And actually, one thing that we didn't talk about, because again, Yamcha's pretty badass, so there's like a group of like ninjas that are hanging out with the Saiyan. And they're all like, yeah, we defeated uh, these guys. And then one like shows up behind them and Yamcha just calmly just... pulls out his sword, cuts them, and they go back to celebrating and they yeah. take a couple steps and the guy just blows up. Yeah. 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 Like like a robot. Yeah, like Hawks with no Ken. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Oh. Mentioning the sword reminded me of one thing that bothered me, that Goku kept using his Nyoibo in, like, sword fighting style. It's like, no, that's not how he uses it. Like, But it happened, like, multiple times. Like, stop making him use that as a sword. It's not a sword. Yeah, uh, they, uh, they didn't really... Uh... It's a fighting stick. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They didn't really make it long enough to be used as an actual bow. 
Yeah, I mean, sometimes it seemed to shoot lasers and stuff. Like, apparently any sword could just also shoot lasers or be a lightsaber. <laughs> only Yamcha, and he was clearly channeling uh, either Link from Legend of Zelda, because he could only do it when he had full health. It's true. Oh, right. Th- this, this checks out. <laughs> yes. Then, yeah, then they got to the fight versus Pilaf, who actually has, like, powers and stuff in this version of Dragon Ball events. Yeah, like Vegeta, he could breathe fire or shoot fire. Yeah, he could, like, shoot fire and then he could, like, control this, like, fire spout on the ground and keep shooting fire from that. Well, he shot fire at the ground, it traveled along the ground, and then it shot back up at them. Yeah, but it seemed like they had a part where it was, like, they were, had the camera back so you couldn't see that he wasn't still staying there and it was just fire shooting out of this mechanism oh. well yeah no you could clearly see the mechanism <laughs> yeah. i yeah. mean you could see you could see the tip of the flamethrower yes you could see it but i guess they were trying to pretend like you couldn't see it if they pulled the camera back to a certain angle yeah but yeah i mean peel off uh, is just wrecking face so yeah. i mean he takes on oolong he takes on knocks goku down Oh, yeah, like a little bitch. when all hope is lost, who should appear? (laughs) The turtle. The turtle. (laughs) The turtle comes and saves the day, stands on his back feet, and uh, punches Pilaf. Yeah, his back flippers. Punches (laughs) Pilaf around, uh, sits on top of him, and then the heroes gather up. Turtle jumps back. Goku and Oolong stand next to him, and all three do a group Kamehameha. Yeah, the only way they could beat Pilaf ever. Checks out. Yeah. Yeah. I was confused. I mean, Frieza's <laughs> defeated by Goku with a simple uh, Kamehameha. Yeah. Yeah. And a simple Trunks' sword. Yeah, so he was actually defeated yes. by Trunks, cutting him up. How, do, how is he defeated on Planet Namek? He, he cuts himself up. up. The planet blows up. Yeah, like a because, pussy. <laughs> because he blew it up, and then he got caught in it blowing up. Like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, Goku, Pil- Pilaf I mean, doesn't blow himself up. Yeah, no. I mean, Goku, Goku did give him a last blast after he tried to save him like three different times. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was called in the dojins. <laughs> Last yeah, blast. Give him one last blast I of the that face. Was <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. That's the big bang. <laughs> <laughs> the big bang in your face. Uh, Where we digress. Yeah. Oolong pulls out a Kamehameha wave. <laughs> yeah. Well, it may have been a different attack. We couldn't tell exactly. No, no. It was a blue laser beam from his hands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What else could it be? Yeah. They didn't really go into the whole full buildup of it. No. But it, it was clearly... Yeah, it was clearly, because it was the same color. It was blue, so it's Kamehameha. And what else would Oolong be blasting out of his hands? <laughs> uh, <laughs> panties? See, really, for me, the worst part of the show is, like, Oolong did get, like, 20 panties. Yes. Well, actually, Pilaf got one. He snaked yeah, one yeah. when it was falling around. Yep. Yeah. He was very in, kind of enthused by it. Uh-huh. I think he was more like, what the hell? This is what I no, wanted. No, he wasn't disheartened. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. He rubbed it on his face. This isn't what I wanted. I'm going to be so upset with this when I take it back home and look at it later. Yes. <laughs> he put it in his pocket. Uh, but uh, Long didn't wear the panties on his head. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Well, they probably couldn't fit over that giant mask. Yeah. They could have just got bigger panties. Yeah. Yeah. No, they don't make those in Korea. No, they, uh, There's a war on. Yeah. Got safe they didn't make the mask without the hat. Oh, right. Yeah, that is right. probably what yeah. happened. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, knowing them, yes. Knowing this movie, they would have worn it. You know, I, I think the best part of this movie is the kind of the, the real cheerful ending where they show like the entire crew, cast and crew, cast and, crew yeah. um, and then do a whole like explosion behind them, uh-huh. still frame and r- roll credit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're whole and holding Goku's the holding the script. Yeah. Holding the script out and we did it. Yay. Yeah. I mean, I, I hope one day Anna Bros 
can produce a movie like this. <laughs> yes. One weekend? Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, like a, like a four-day weekend. We're not that good. <laughs> we're not as good as these. Great, great <laughs> wow. <laughs> and you were poo-pooing this movie, too. Uh, yeah, well, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst movie I've ever seen. He has not seen enough movies to make that statement. Yeah. Oh, I have. Clearly not. Really, it's worse than Dragon Ball Evolution? Oh, yes. Oh. Oh. So, taking it on the merits here, I would say this is the best live-action Dragon Ball movie that we've seen. It's definitely the more faithful. I, I guess the Magic Begins kind of had a little bit, was more way more campy, so it was it had a lot more overall humor to it than this one did. Plus, this one kind of felt like a drug a little bit. Yeah, but the, ma- the Magic Begins... Magic Begins had some sequences that dragged, yeah. Yeah. too. Like they, they had a better Master Roshi, but yeah. that whole sequence of Master Roshi like went on forever. <laughs> it was like half the movie. Yeah. yeah. It was just them fucking around on the island for yeah, here they kind of, like, they dragged out the peel-off fight, like, way too long, and they even made it worse by doing a lot of it in slow motion Yeah, <laughs> to make it, just in case it wasn't dragging enough. <laughs> like, well, we're also going to have him do slow motion flips and shit. So, mmm, I'm trying to think between... Okay, my bottom is definitely evolution because I just hate it and it's not the spirit of Dragon Ball in any way. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to choose between the Korean and the Taiwanese of which one is better. I I don't know. Laban, you go. I can't. <laughs> I can't think. The uh, the Dragon Ball expert is stumped. The order <laughs> is record. is obvious. Oh. He, he goes um, the Taiwanese one. Number one, mm. obviously, because it's the funniest one. <laughs> it has the best music. <laughs> and it's the most campy and fun to make fun of while watching it. Uh, yeah. Number yeah. two goes Evolution, because it's a complete, coherent movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to go back and rewatch that one. <laughs> no. Uh, it, like, is fine. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> and this one is number three. Mm. I will say this one is the most faithful to the original, for sure. Mm. It's, like, obviously a shot-for-shot, shot, like, remake. None of that's bad. I just thought it was boring, and the fights weren't boring. Yeah. yeah. Like, I've seen Dragon Ball. I don't need to watch it, like, just, like, reenacted in a <laughs> shittier way. Like, <laughs> like, they did a great job. It was, like, a project that was fun for them, but it's, like, not better than those other films. Yeah. I think I agree with Levin on the number one that I'll say the Taiwanese one ranks above this Korean one. Especially with the, the music that you mentioned. Like, it, the other one had some nice memorable tunes while this one was more just like plotting video game music and sounds in the background for the whole time. Yeah, you couldn't really hear it that much. I mean, it may just have been because of the copy that we had, but you just couldn't really make it out. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say Magic Begins, number one, the Korean one, number two, and Evolution down in the dumps where it belongs. Yeah, I'll, I would have to agree with Stacy with this one, because uh, even though Magic Begins, it doesn't fully follow like the main story. I don't think it was meant to, because I think we mentioned it before. It was more based on a different uh, movie instead of trying to retell the first couple volumes where the uh, Korean one did, but it still had a little better comedic value to them. Yeah, especially for the great uh, updated version with the CGI sequences. Yes, the CGI dragon. I mean, the, the way they did the dragon in uh, the Korean one was still pretty good. Oh, yeah. They just had it, like, animated. Yeah, it's just superimposed over the top of things. I mean, it, it, it was almost like they took the uh, the dragon from the anime and just kind of 
took out pieces of it and superimposed it over the movie. Which, I mean, that's how the magic begins, does the uh, the unenhanced version. No. Is just that, well, either the puppet or, like, this is kind of the painted on the scene. Right. Well, later, they have the CGI. Yeah. I would give this movie, standing on its own, a two smoking pours out of five. It's clearly uh, two dragon's balls. <laughs> <laughs> out of how many? Out of five. Well, out of seven. Yeah, that's yeah. out of seven on that one. It wasn't great. It was all right, so it gets three unexpectedly badass peel-offs out of ten. Yeah, I'm also going to have to go ahead and give it three panties from the sky out of ten. (laughs) Well, there you go. Hopefully you guys enjoyed uh, listening to us talk about Dragon Ball not once, not twice, but thrice. Yeah, the uh, triple-double dragon. Yeah, um, luckily uh, we decided to pull this out of our exclusive Patreon account and be able to give it to everybody to access uh, freely. Yes, yeah. All thanks to you, our uh, subscribers. Exactly. Yeah, if you want to hear our bonus extra hour of uh, Dragon Ball discussion, go ahead and donate $100 to the uh, the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Open up your purse straps and put the money in our- We need to raise money to make our own version of Dragon Ball. Yes. yes. A superior version. Well, well superior uh, to everything we've A version seen. that's going to be technically similar, but <laughs> shot on better cameras. <laughs> only because it's 30 years later. <laughs> that's the only singular one reason. And we have access to better equipment. <laughs> <laughs> we can make it. Well, thank you for uh, listening for another episode of uh, Real Japan. Uh, make sure to check us out at anybrosecreative.com. If you want any more Dragon Ball news, follow Stacy on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Follow Sailor Spaz uh, at, at anything. Sailor's... At anything. Yeah. At uh, Wetful. Or Vegeta. Wait, wait. It may not all be news, I was going to say. It may be news. It may be translations. It also may be Yaoi. <laughs> Whatever. You'll you'll figure out the Dragon Ball from parsing all that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Exactly. You'll get some uh, Zamasu on uh, Black Rot mm, action. Yas. <laughs> should, we just, should we just end on Yas? Yes. <laughs> just yes. Fade, out, fade out the song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>